All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 346 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Never ends, my friends. It never ends. I told you guys I had we had to put a new roof on our house this summer. Right? New roof. I know you guys are sick of me here, sick of hearing me talk about that stupid roof. But uh, you know, I'm kind of bitter. It, it, you know, with that, with the amount of money we paid for that roof, we could have gone on a beautiful, you know, European vacation. We could have done anything. We could have gone on a cruise around the world. Maybe I don't know. Could have done something fantastic and fabulous for the amount of money that we pay, we paid for a roof, the roof of our house, or if you prefer, a roof. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It costs a lot of money. I'm still ah, makes me sick. Okay, I don't know. you know. And then we had to we had to, we had to fork over some some money to do some landscaping, some yard. I don't know. I told you about that hill. It's straight down. It's almost like a ninety degree. I don't know, the crap grows on the side of it. it, needs to be cleaned up every once in a while. I'm not doing it. I'm not tying a rope around my waist and lower, you know, I'm not going to bounce down the side of that thing, <laughs> you know, and and and, and clean up uh, shrubbery, or that's not shrubbery, it's just like, I don't know, it's just growth, shit grows there, weeds and stuff. We have to do that every once in a while, and I know we're not doing it. You know, we have to pay somebody to do that, so we—that's more money out. And then the other day, our uh, our hot water tank. I woke up, and and Tony goes, "Hey, uh, well, she woke me up real early. She she woke me up at like uh, seven thirty, you know, on a work day. I'd worked the night before, seven thirty. You know. She goes, "I'm sorry, I had to wake you up. She was already at work. She goes, "I'm sorry, I have to wake you up, but." Uh, the um, the the gas company is going to come by and uh, check out our hot water tank because we don't have any hot water. I said what? And uh, I said what's going on? She goes I don't have any idea. There's no hot water. I said when are they supposed to be here? She said between uh, eight and uh, four. Eight and four. I said I gotta go to work, man. I can't be. You know. She goes I know, but you know, get up and wait until. You have to go to work, and then we'll figure figure something. Hopefully, they'll come between those hours. They said they'll come early because we we called early. I said, "What in the hell? What, what the hell's going on?" <laughs> she was like, "I don't know. There's no hot water." So, um, so I got up. I mean, I felt like I was in a you know, felt like I didn't have any. Felt like I was in a in, in a daze, you know. Went downstairs and made some coffee and sat in a chair like I was like uh. You know, you're having one of those out-of-body experiences and you don't have enough sleep, you know. And uh, so they're supposed to be be there, or, you know, between 8 and 4. Like, what the hell is that? It's 8 hours. That's an 8-hour gap. You can't narrow that down a little bit, you know. And, um, you know, we didn't know I, we didn't know what was going on. But if, if, if you don't, if, if one of your gas, if like your... Uh, like a hot water tank, which is gas powered, and or or a furnace, which is gas powered. If it doesn't work, call them. 
because they come out for free. They'll diagnose the problem, and if there's something going on that's dangerous, they'll 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 address it. You know, so but you know they give you an eight hour, you know, eight hours. So so I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, what what? Wonder what's going to happen? I'm going to have to take a cold shower. I'm going to have to get in there and take a cold shower if they don't come. And then you know, so um, so I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. They don't show up. You know. They don't come, so I, I eventually I just have to get in, I have to get in the shower. The older boy's in school, but he has like a gap between us. He has one class, he comes home, and then he goes back to a second class. So he's home. So he's at least home. There's somebody there in case somebody knocks on the door. And I said I'm going to take a cold. I'm going to take a quick shower. It's going to be cold, so it's going to be really quick. <laughs> but um, I got I got to get ready for work. I got to go to work. I got shit going on there. I can't just take the day off. I got too much. Uh... So I get in there, and I know it's going to be an unpleasant situation. But I was not prepared for the level of unpleasantry, <laughs> my friends. The level of unpleasantry. I got in there, and it was. I mean, I was shrieking. I was contorting myself. <laughs> I was like jerking and flinching and shriek. When that thing hit my back, when that cold water hit my back, I mean, I I feel like I my and I arched. I don't know. I was contorted up. I was like a just like a mess, just like a contorted man. I was a contorto man. Anyway, I, that that was terrible. And when I washed my hair, oh my god! Putting your hair head underneath that stuff and the stuff's just—it's like ice water, just blasting down. <laughs> you know, I was in there shrieking and yelling, but I made it through. Those people never came. Tony, they never came when I was home. So, um, and then the younger boy—I mean, the older boy—was here, and then he had to go back to work. So I said, "What are we gonna do?" I said, "I can't stay home. I have to go. I have meetings scheduled. I can't just blow off a day of work like this." Tony goes, "I guess I'm gonna have to take PTO and come home." You know. I said, I'm sorry. I said, tomorrow will be better. You know, if they don't come today, I can wait it out to tomorrow, you know. She goes, no, no, no. I'll just take four, four hours of PTO and come home. So she came home. She was kind of irritated about it, um, which I don't blame her. I would be too. And uh, they never showed up. They never showed up the entire day. She called them over and over and over again. We have no, we have no hot water. And then the next day... Uh, they said it'll be between eight and noon. Somebody'll be there before before twelve. And um I'm like, yeah, right. So I got I went down there and I said so I had to get up early again. And it's pissing me off, you know. Um and uh you know, it's pissing me off. So but I get up early, I say, Screw this, I'm just gonna knock this terrible shower out. And if they show up then I'll just leave when they're done, right? And uh, so I, I go in there and do all that contortion, shrieking, yelling, banging my head against the wall. <laughs> that cold water slapping them up. When it hits your back, man, that's where, I don't know why. When, it, when that cold water hits your back, whoo, mister. <laughs> man, oh, man. So anyway, I did that, and I waited. Finally, somebody showed up. I think it was around 10 o'clock. It was a woman, a female uh, technician. She comes in here. She goes. She goes down in her basement, and she says, uh, "She's down there. I can hear her clicking something. Things clicking." She goes, "Your pallet light's out. I don't know why. Let me check. Let me." Uh. 
So she she's messing around with it, and I hear this clicking noise over and over and over. And she comes back up, and she goes, I don't have any good news. <laughs> I said, oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's, uh, that's spectacular, you know. She goes, uh, you're, that hot water tank's shot. That thing's, that's over. That, that, thing's, that thing's reached the end of its life. I said, ah, piece of shit. She goes, how old is it? I said, I don't know, eight, ten years? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, that's about what you get out of them. I said, that sucks, man. I said, how much that going to cost? I don't, she goes, I don't know, thousand, maybe more, twelve hundred. And I said, well, it's just, well, it's just fantastic. Hey, yeah, it's making me so happy. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, she goes, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. But, um, I mean, she was cool. So then I told Tony that, and I said, I got to go to work. I said, this is crap. I said, our hot water tanks shit the bed. That thing shit the credenza. You know, the thing's dead, deader than a hammer, deader than Kelsey's nuts. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to work. Screw this. You know, I'm, I'm in there, like, banging around in the shower, contorting myself, cold water hitting my, hitting my back, like running rivulets down the middle of my ass crack, <laughs> cold ice water. Just, it's like a, a, you know, that that movie, A River Runs Through It, you know, you know what I'm saying? And um, screw this, I've had it, it's ruined two days of my life, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm going to work. <laughs> so then she starts calling around, uh, we're going to have to get somebody, a plumber in there to, to replace that thing. She calls like three places, there's this one place that we use all the time, they're very expensive, but they're really good, and they're reliable, and they have a good reputation, but they are probably the most expensive uh, plumbers, you know, known to man. You know, I don't know. That might be an exaggeration, but they're they're expensive. And uh, but we've used them in the, in the past for stuff. He gave us a he, he, that that woman who came out. She goes, this is. She goes, they can give you a price over the phone. Just tell them it's uh, this 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 and this, and they can tell you how much it will cost. So she called around, and she called three places, I think, including that um, expensive place. The expensive place said they could do it for $1,800. I said, what in the hell? I said, that's a lot, you know? That seems like a lot. And, um, she, and then the other two didn't even call us back. So we never even we never even heard from the other two, you know? So I don't know. So I said, the hell with this. I said, I don't want to go. I, don't, I said, I don't, I'll pay extra. I'll pay the extra five hundred dollars or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with this. I don't know. But um, you know, let's just get this thing done. See how fast they can get it done. She she agreed. We talked about it. Said screw it. We'll just pay the eighteen hundred. Hell with it. You know. So uh, so she called them and they said we they said well we can come out tomorrow between eight and noon. I said so this is a third day in a row that I got to get up. You know you know cut my sleep cycle short. You know, I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what you guys are thinking. You should be the one down there replacing. I'm not replacing a freaking fire, uh, a hot water tank runs on gas. I don't know anything about that. I blow up this house. Probably blow up the block. I don't know shit about that. Don't want to know. Don't have any interest in knowing, and don't know. Therefore, that's not going to happen. So, you know, I'm not. Uh, so, um, anyway. Uh, they said tomorrow morning. I said, "All right, whatever, you know, whatever." So this is my life. You know, I said, and they're, "Plus, the, they're going to have the they're gonna have the water turned off. I won't even be able to take a cold shower 
much. I won't even be able to take a shower. I won't be able to take a shower, <laughs> not even a cold one, you know. So anyway, so then she called me back and she goes, they said they could actually come out and do it tonight. They're going to do it tonight. Uh, I said, damn. <laughs> so the other two didn't even call back. These people do it the same day. She said three trucks showed up, and he said they, she said they were running that thing. They had that thing. They had one truck uh, with a new with a new hot water tank on it. One was the boss. And the other one uh, hauled the other hot water tank away. And they had teams of people, like they had a group group of guys go in there and extract the old hot water tank, and then they that, they left. And then another team, you know, took the other one down there and attached it. And the boss was over overseeing the whole thing, and they, you know, you know, said it was like clockwork. They had that shit knocked out, and so fast, cost seventeen seventy five. Oh God, this just never ends, my friends. It is, it's just never ending. This homeowners bullshit. Eh, not a fan. I don't know. My next, in our next chapter. I told you it's going to be like a, a, a like a condo or a townhome or something. Where you pay a homeowners association fee and they take care of all that shit for you. That's what I want. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll pay the fee as long as I don't have to worry about it. You know, I don't want to have to do. We're gonna live in a place where it doesn't snow, so I don't have to worry about that. If there's leaves, somebody else will break them. If there's bushes, somebody else will trim them. <laughs> I don't know if there's a if there's a problem with the roof, somebody else is gonna to have to deal with it. You know, that that sounds perfect to me. That sounds like the kind of living I want. Anyway, so that's 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 been the last few days. Have you, have you had cold showers? It's very very unpleasant. So that happened. Um, another another disappointing development. Uh, a person. I'm, I don't want to say who it is, but a person who I love, <laughs> a person who is very dear to me, a person you know that's close to me, used the word throwing shade yesterday. You know, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that I was angry. I was more disappointed than angry. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what in the throwing shade? Huh. See, I tell you, it just never ends. It never ends, my friends. You know, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't want to say who it was. <laughs> very disappointing to me. I don't know, very, very disappointing. And um, you know, speaking of being a, a cranky old bastard, here's another here's another little story for you. Yesterday, we went to a backyard L house. Me and Tony, we go there maybe like once a month. We don't go maybe like every three weeks. I don't know something like that. Yeah, you know, we usually go on a Saturday around four o'clock. We go in there and we have two beers each and we have an appetizer. It's a restaurant slash bar. It's a really cool place. It's got it's got an inside seating, but then it has this big patio in the back. Awesome place is awesome. Everybody's real nice in there. They have a kick-ass beer list. They always have a bunch of interesting beers, you know, available, and they have really good food. Yesterday we just got uh, pretzels. Like they give you three pretzels and various dips. Things are good, man. I'm I'm not kidding. That shit is kicking, <laughs> right? So we go in there, and the place is packed. I mean, it, it's really crowded. We don't have any too many options of where to sit. We had to sit at one of those high, uh, those high tables, 
You know, that's not good. That's not good for a man of my my stature. You know, you can't. I don't like climbing way up. Why? What's the point of that? Why you have those like, you know, chairs on stilts? Why? Why you sit up there? It's like very top heavy with me sitting up there. You know, my you know, a man of my size should not be elevated. Should be close to the earth at all times. You know, so I had to climb up on one of those things. I feel stupid sitting up there with my legs dangling. You know, your legs don't even touch the ground. You have to put them on that bar. You know, you know, it's just, it's stupid. Who can? Why? Why is it? Why is it most a lot of so many restaurants have these real high tables, and you have to sit up on these hyper extended. Uh, stools. So I'm bitching about that, complaining about that. I said, I don't like sitting up this high. I mean, I need to be low to the ground. And um, Tony's like, oh God, here we go. And then we sit there and there's a speaker right above, right above our table. And they have a jukebox in there. It's one of those, uh, it's embedded in the wall. You know what I mean? It's all, I mean, it's, there's no records inside of it or anything. It's just all electronics and stuff. You just go over there, you know, choose a bunch of there's got 10 million songs the shit's you know cranking hip-hop it's like right above our heads real loud you can't even talk you know it's blasting that hippity hop and i'm like what in the? i said what why it's four o'clock in the afternoon why is it so freaking loud <laughs> you know why you can't even talk you know, people don't come in here to what do you think people are gonna be dancing in here it's four o'clock. I look around. And it's like uh, you know, there's people our age in there. And I mean, it's a it's a whole, you know, people are in there trying to talk, and um, there's young people in there too. But it's you know, it's just like pumping, just pumping hip hop, just super loud. And then the thing, and the thing transitions into uh, Faith No More. You know that 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 song, whatever that song is, with that flopping fish. You know that video. And then, and then it goes straight into like uh, uh, Bob Seger or something, whatever it was. It doesn't matter what the music is. It was too loud. It was like right above our head. Tony's like, "Oh my God, could you find another thing to complain about?" I said, "Oh, just give me time." I mean, I, you know, it's like unbelievable. I mean, we're sitting up on these high chairs. You know, the thing could tip over at any moment because it's real top heavy. I'm I'm sitting up on there. You know, I'm 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 a portly gentleman. You know, and I, it's, what's the point of that? Why do they have to be so tall? What what's the point? Why? And then he's like cranking, just cranking a faith no more right in my ear, while I'm trying to talk. You know. <sighs> so anyway, we got a couple of uh, terrapin uh, hopsecutioners. That was the beers we got. Um, the first one, all right, so listen to this. Tony ordered a beer. It was, I don't remember what it was. It was called, uh, it was a, a new, uh, what's it called? New South or what was it called? New Trail. New Trail Brewing. It was something, I don't know, some some beer, I don't know, that they make. And she goes, uh, it kicked. She goes, I'm sorry, that kicked. And she goes, oh, good. I said, I said, uh, she said it kicked. They don't have it. The, the, the. She goes. I thought she. I thought she said it was good, or uh, I was kicking or something. <laughs> I said, "What? The? That's cause this music that you were just complaining of. You know, you can't hear any goddamn thing. You know, everybody's like it's like blasting right above our head, just just blaring." <laughs> so anyway, it was good. The the the, um, the uh, pretzels were good. The beer was good. You know, I was complaining. 
I'm very difficult to deal with. I mean, I don't know. I I just observe. You know, I, I just react. That's all I do. I'm not out looking for trouble, but you know, it, it, trouble finds me. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So enough of that. Um, I, I have a whole bunch of phone calls. Um, I have several phone calls, I should say. Um, and uh, the first one is from our old buddy Steve in Texas. Here it is. Hey, Jeff. Steve in Texas. How you doing? Hey, everybody. Hey, Jeff, remember a few months ago you were almost run off the road by a semi-truck? Well, I'm sure you don't forget that, but uh, I had a question. Not to go all Seinfeld on you and your listeners, but what's the deal with those bolts they use on the front tires of semi-trucks? You know the ones. They're like five-inch long spikes. Is that really what we need as drivers to look over to the right and see death spikes spinning near us and our tires? Seriously, what's the deal with that? Maybe there's a long-haul trucker in the audience who can help us understand. Is that a psychological don't-get-close-to-me warning? <laughs> so, again, that's this week's edition of What's the Deal? Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Yeah, I think I know. It's, those, it's the wheels on a, on a tractor trailer. It's got spikes. <laughs> You're right. It's very menacing. They're, they're like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. They're, they're they're like stainless steel spikes sticking out of the side of the wheels on a on a tractor trailer. It's very uh is very intimidating. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the story is with that. You know, I don't I don't know what the story is with that. But I tell you what, eighty one. Uh, my son works work is is working down there now. He's already had incidents on eighty one. He told me somebody was waving a gun at him the other day. The thing about that is, I don't know if that's true, but because uh, sometimes these stories get a little exaggerated, <laughs> you know, it could be true. That's for sure. I mean, there's a bunch of roughnecks down there, especially around the Wilkesbury area. But anyway, um, I don't know what those spikes are, but uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. And those things are uh, they are menacing. They're just like uh, it's like don't even get near me. Now, who's going to get near a tractor trailer anyway? Those guys don't. They, those guys can't stay in their lanes. I'm afraid to pass them, you know, because they don't stay in their lanes. They don't. I don't know. In, in the old days, it felt like truck drivers were the best drivers on the road. At least that's the way. That's the way I thought of it. These are professional drivers. They do this for a living. They're the ones you can trust. They know. They know how to handle things. Now it feels like they're. I don't know. Uh, they're weaving. They'll cut you off, just run you completely off the road like that asshole did me. And, um, you know, they wait till you get right up beside them and then change lanes. Do you have a mirror? You have giant mirrors on that thing. Can you use them? (sighs) Take your spikes and jam them. All right. I don't know, Steve. I don't know what the story is with that. I think it's decorative, but it's, uh, it is kind of menacing and, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I'm not a fan of those big tractor trailers. Because 81's loaded with them, and it's just, you know, I don't even like to go around those guys because I don't trust them to hold their lane. Um, This next call is from from, uh, Producer Zip, and here it is. Hey, Jeff K., Producer Zip. Um, I don't want to sound like – I got kind of a follow-up to the Mothman question. Um, Another West Virginia thing that I was curious if you uh, had any experience with growing up in West Virginia, and I – and I honestly, I don't even really know how big West Virginia is. I, I don't want to make it sound like, 
you know, there's like nine of y'all that all knew each other. Cause I grew up in Texas and people do the same crap where they're like, Oh, I have a cousin in El Paso. Did you know them? And it's like, well, that was 800 miles away from where I grew up. But anyway, um, I just read a book called monkey on a stick. It is about a cult in West Virginia. That was a branch of the, uh, and as I'm recording this, I realize having read the book, I haven't said these words out loud, so I'm probably going to butcher it, but the, the Hare Krishnas, um, it's, it's like a, a, a wild ass sect of Hinduism. Uh, and if, if you're not like aware, if you're listening to this and you're not aware, it's like, think of those like robed monks, the bald heads that like begs for money at the airports, those people. Uh, and, and it's like a legitimate sect of Hinduism, but there's like some rogue elements of it. And they made a cult base in West Virginia. And, uh, it, it, it's still there, I believe. And it's some crazy ass fucking Hindu word that I can't pronounce. New Verda Radamanagana. And, um, and, and they like fucking killed people and were committing like crimes. And, uh, at one point they had like a Quaalude lab, like it's a little dated, but, uh, like some, some, some hardcore organized crime shit. Uh, child molesters and rapists and murderers and all kinds of crazy dumb shit. Um, and I, I just was curious if you knew anything about that, if you, if you were aware of them, you know, is that like a thing people knew? Don't go into that part of West Virginia, the, the, the crazy white Hindu, and they were like white people. They weren't like from India. Um, it, it's a, yeah, books called Monkey on a Stick. Whenever, so like they caught one of their members like hiding money from an inheritance and so they fucking killed him. And the, and the cult leader was like, it's like in India, if you catch a monkey stealing your produce, you kill him and put him on a stick in your yard as like a warning to the other monkeys. I don't know if that actually does anything, but they're like, we're going to fucking kill this guy as a warning to all the other weirdo robed monks. Um, so yeah, just, just curious if you knew about that. If not, you should look into it, uh, cause it seems like they were right in your backyard. So again, don't know how big West Virginia is, but it seems like it can't be can't be that big. So, anyways, thanks, Jeff. Hope you have a good one. Thanks for listening to me ramble about uh, Hinduism. And uh, I don't believe the Mothman had anything to do with these guys, but we we can't rule out that he might have. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, Jeff K. But the fact that I started connecting the dots on the Mothman with this hair Krishna cult. And it cuts me off. I don't know. That's pretty suspicious. But anyway, um, so just, do you know anything about the hair Krishnas? And if not, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Figure something out. To, you ever see one at the airport? There we go. That'll give you something to talk about. Anyway, thanks, Jeff K. Hope you have a good one. Bye. Monkey on a stick. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with all this. Okay. I don't know anything about that book, although it sounds pretty damn good. Sounds like something I'd be interested in. Is it on Kindle? Because I can't read. I'm an old man. All I do is bitch about the hippity hop and the high chairs and the cold showers and all that. And I and I can't read regular books anymore. I need to have I need to have <laughs> I need to have Kindle so I can adjust the size of the print. You know. Anyway, I don't know anything about that. Um, I do, of course. I know who the hair Krishnas are. Um, cause back in the seventies, there was a lot of Hare Krishna seventies, early eighties, Harry Krishna, they call it Harry Krishna, Harry Krishna. <laughs> Those guys that would be, they, they would wear like white gowns, like a, like a gown type situation. 
and their shaved head. They had, sometimes they had like one little area of their they'd have hair like growing out of like one little spot on their head, and it was in a ponytail. And they were always in. Um, they were working in um, airports. They'd work in teams. Like there'd be a crew of them. They'd go in there, and they would uh, bum money. You know, basically is what they would do. You know, that was what they, yeah, there was a lot of Hare Krishna comedy back in the 70s. <laughs> a lot of stuff, you know, like, like uh, Johnny Carson did a lot of Krishna material, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, even in uh, Airplane, the movie Airplane, there's a Hare Krishna gets it. I think, I think they beat his ass or something, or he beat somebody's, I don't remember. It's been a long time since, I, but, you know, I, I'm very familiar with that. I didn't know there was, there was any kind of West Virginia connection to this. I looked it up after I listened to your call, and this place was in Moundsville, Moundsville, West Virginia. That's two and a half hours from where I grew up, so that's not anywhere near us. Interestingly enough, that's where the state penitentiary is. People around our area are like, if you don't straighten up, you're going to end up in Moundsville, you know, or uh, the Nut House, the state hospitals in Spencer. People used to say the same thing with that. If you don't straighten up, you're going to end up in Spencer. <laughs> you know, one or the other, you know. But uh, anyway, so I looked it up, and uh, that's where that Krishna temple was, where they had all that trouble. And, you know, you know, it sounds insane. An insane, I don't know, the way you described it sounds terrible. I need to find out more information on this. I don't know anything about it. I don't know, when was this, in the 70s? I don't know. It looks like the book came out in 1988, but maybe it was the 80s. I don't know. Now, I'm not familiar with it. And um, it, it's not really near us. Now, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, the Krishna Temple in West Virginia. <laughs> uh, maybe I should be, but I'm not. Um, and I, I don't think there's any connection with the Mothman, even though you know your, your, your message got cut off. I think that might just be a coincidence. I mean, I don't know. Um, the Mothman, uh, I don't think there's any connection. There's another, I was talking to somebody at work the other day. There's another monster, some kind of a, what is it called? I don't remember. Ravenswood, I don't remember what it's called. There's another, there's a Mothman, there's another Mothman type legend in West Virginia. And, um, I don't remember what it's called, uh, the, I don't know. I don't know. I have to look it up. But anyway, thanks for calling Zip. I appreciate it. Um, and I, I'm going to look more into that. I'm going to see if that book's on Kindle because I need to I need to read that because that sounds right up my alley. All right. The next call is from our old buddy Ian in Scotland. And here it is. Hey, Jeff. It's Ian in Scotland here uh, driving my car across the Tay Road Bridge, which leads me to my first question. Did you see uh, the Dundee episode in Succession, um, which features Brian Cox and his entourage, uh, the Roy family, driving across the Tay Road Bridge? I'm driving across right now. Um, yeah, um, it shows quite a lot of Dundee, my hometown. So let me know what you thought of that. Um, or if you forgot, go back and have a skip through it. Um, some, because I live in the West End, there was a lot of um, footage taken around that area. Um, number two, <laughs> ironically, 
um, the, the Delta flight scenario um, is now used as a euphemism uh, with me and my kids um, if there's any um, loose bowel movements going on uh, that is referred to as I'm flying with Delta <laughs> it's quite funny um, out of my way I'm flying with Delta <laughs> so um, there you go so it's now been adopted by the, the Coleman household as um, a euphemism for if you're shitting through the eye of a needle okay mate keep up the good work bye I did see the Dundee episode I think I need to go back I remember it being beautiful I mean everything I see uh, in Scotland is uh, extremely beautiful and uh, I need to go back and and, and, and watch it again okay but uh, you know we're almost to the end of the thing we're almost at the very end of that series pretty uh pretty intense it's really good it's a great it's a great show um but i i did see that episode and um i was thinking of you because you you told me you told us about it in advance but it, it would do me some good to go back and watch it again and focus more on the uh the surroundings than the story you know what i mean but um i do want to get over there i want to i want to i want to get over there and uh visit scotland uh in fact we talked about tony and i talked about when we were in the planning stages of coming she wants to go to scotland she's she's all in on that because she loves uh castles and that kind of stuff and she just loves the idea so uh we talked about it and uh maybe on our 30th wedding anniversary but that's come and gone we didn't do anything we didn't go anywhere (laughs) you know so we didn't, not only did we not go to Scotland or England or anything like that, we didn't go anywhere. You know why? Because we had a roof put on our, had put a, had put a, I don't know if I mentioned it, but we had to put a roof on our house. Bullshit. Crap. Garbage. Trash. Filth. All right. But anyway, um, I will go back and watch that episode again. That's your, uh, it's your hometown. Awesome. I'll check it out. Um, that's a great show. Fantastic. I'm going to be sad when it's over. I suppose we can go back and rewatch it, which is what I've been saying about the uh, Sopranos for ten years. We could go back and rewatch it. Has it happened? No, it has not. But you know, it's an opportunity. You know, it's a possibility. And uh, the the whole I'm flying with Delta. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I used that phrase one time uh, recently. Not that, not exactly, but I, but I I did. You know, I used. I, I reference that situation as like uh, I don't know. I walked in the I don't know. This is gross, but you know, I walk in the men's room. I'm like, God, smells like that Delta flight. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. You know, people love this. And one time we were in the bathroom and um, we went. Uh, when my kids were real small, and um, we were in Canada and uh, we went in the men's room and there's somebody in there smoking it up. You know. You know, someone is sitting on the toilet, just in the whole thing. So we go in there. My kid's like really young. I don't know how old, you know, like, I don't know, like seven, eight years old. I think it was the older boy. We go in there and he goes, Oh, God, you know, starts howling in protest. And this guy goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, we, we just heard this voice from like far off. I'm sorry. It sounded like it was quivering, you know. 
Natalia's voice was quivering. I'm flying with Delta. I like that. Also, I laughed out loud. Is that like a phrase? <laughs> is that like a is that a phrase that I should know? Like shitting through the eye of a needle? <laughs> that now that made me laugh. That made me laugh out loud. I don't know. Maybe it's a phrase and I should know that. I don't know. But um, anyway, I enjoyed all that. Um, I appreciate it, Ian. And thank you, Zip, for calling in. And Steve in Texas, I, I appreciate all you guys calling. Anybody can call. Round the clock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number, 570-290-8151. Give me a call like these guys did. And, uh, you know, it adds to the show. It's fun. It's excellent. I, I, I appreciate it. And um, I did have a call from another person that said, don't use this. And I didn't use it. You know what I mean? I didn't use it, so um, if you call and you don't and you don't like the way it goes, just tell me. Don't use it, and I won't use it. I'm not gonna embarrass anybody. I'm not gonna, you know, you know. Almost certainly, I almost certainly won't do that. You know, so um, give me a call five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. And uh, if you want two of these episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too over at Patreon.com. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. That's all, 4 bucks. Put it on a credit card. Comes out on the first of every month. You won't notice it because it's 4 bucks. And you know what? You'll get in, in return an extra episode, a full-length episode every week. Only patrons get to hear it. So if you want to be on the inner circle, all that deal, head on over to patreon.com slash jeff k and the wbsr.com is the center of the surf report universe i haven't really been very good about updating it but it's there and i will update it and i uh, i'll get better at it but uh it's there the wbsr.com which stands for the west virginia surf report.com right 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 yeah you get that anyway so we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, which will be on the Patreon side, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Blasting that hippity hop. <laughs> <laughs>